Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Let's go to Proverbs 29.18. It says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Amen. So it says, Where the, there is no vision, the people perish. Amen. So as Christians, we got to have some vision. Amen. We got to see some things that other people don't see. You know, and uh, that's coming not from your your eye gate, your regular eyes. It's coming from your from your heart. Amen. You should be seeing things with your heart. Amen. Seeing things past what you see in the natural from your heart. Amen. There's a whole nother vision out there, and things that you can see with your heart. Amen. I was going to read this to you here real quick. I found this story. And I found it very interesting here, and then uh, I'm going to read it to you real quick. It says, I had a 90-year-old uh, cab driver one night talking with me. Now, this is a gentleman here that uh, he had some things happen in his life, and uh, he's kind of going over what happened in his life. He said, I had a 90-year-old cab driver one night taking me to work in Chicago Loop. I asked him, why are you still working? He said, the secret to living was a purpose. Wow, that's powerful. Think about it. A, per a reason to wake up and a plan. Having a reason to be, a, be alive goes a long way. He said he'd never retire, and that was the secret to living. Think about that, you know. People think about, man, I'm going to work to this age, and then I'm going to retire. You know, this man's saying that at 90, he lived at 90 years old, and the purpose of he had to have some type of purpose to get up and that's what caused him to live so long think about that now here he talks about his father the gentleman that's telling the story he says a few years later my father retired at 65 he had saved his whole life and when you asked what he was going to do now he laughed and said nothing <laughs> And so he was excited about retiring at 65. I was home for the holidays, and we heard he had gone to the hospital. So I called the house, and he answered and said, No, it was my stepmom, always on the go. She had sprained her ankle or something, and that he was home safe on the couch. And that's where he was going to stay now that he was retired. He would live forever because he wasn't going to rush or be stressed just relax. He didn't get too much time after the holidays back in my home before having to run to my hometown. Awoke in the night, I, I got a call. My stepbrother said, I don't know how to tell you this, so I'm going to just say it. Your dad's dead. See, the gentleman actually lost his sense of purpose. He didn't have a reason for getting up. If you go on and read the rest of the story, he actually got his body was affected because he wasn't doing anything. And he became ill and he passed away. Think about that, you know. You know, we need to be doing things as people, as Christians. We need to have a purpose of what we're doing and have a vision for what we're doing every day. Amen. I, mean, I think I've told this before. I was listening to T.D. Jakes, one of the first messages he actually gave. And he, he, he talked about how, you know, Jesus was the reason he was able to put his clothes on in the morning. Amen. You know, he is the reason for you being able to put your clothes on in the morning. He's the reason why you should get up every day and have some purpose, praise the Lord. I remember my um, grandfather, you know, when I was growing up, I was a young man, and I'd, he'd take me to church all the time, but I was a heathen. I'm not kidding. I was bad. 
But uh, he would take me to church, and he had a profound impact on my life, you know. But he would take me to church, and I would, I would go in the back, you know, at this church. And there was a bell choir and a, and a, a, a children's classroom. And I'd climb, climb under the bell choir in the children's classroom and go to sleep. But he was the first one there. He was early one of the first ones. I think he was actually the first one had the keys to the door. And he would open the door for the uh, people when they'd come in, and he'd have a smile. And he was just so happy to be there. And he, but he had vision, you know, he wanted to be a blessing to those people, you know, and they'd come in and he'd have, they, you could just hear them down the hallway, people talking and having fun, you know, uh, when I was in that bell choir back there and just enjoying life and I'd come up there, he'd be smiling and so happy and proud of me when I'd get up there, you know, uh, but he just had a thrill about life, you know, but he had a sense of purpose, you know, and he lived a good long age, praise the Lord, amen. We need to have purpose in our lives. It doesn't matter what age we're at, amen. We should have vision for our life. It doesn't matter what age we're at, praise the Lord. Young people listening, God has a big purpose for you and dreams that you can't imagine, praise the Lord, but you got to fulfill those purposes with vision. Amen. It's seen not with your eyes, but with your spirit. Amen. Seeing things people don't normally see, praise the Lord. God has a vision and purpose for everyone on this earth. Amen. You weren't just born because mama and daddy got together. You know, no, God had you a purpose, praise the Lord. Your spirit is the real you. And you were breathed into that body by a purpose, and it came from heaven. You were a pure purpose from heaven. Amen. And uh, God put you in that body for a reason. And, you know, you, you say, well, man, the accidents happen. No, <laughs> God knows exactly what he's doing. Amen. And he knows why you're here, and he has a vision and a dream for you. And, you know, if you're willing to hook up with his vision, his dream, he accomplished some wonderful things in your life. Amen. But you got to hook up with him now. There's no such thing as retirement in the kingdom of God. <laughs> Amen. Maybe if you're older, you're listening to me, you know, there's no such thing as retirement in the kingdom of God. Amen. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can still get up in the morning and have some purpose with God. Amen. And have a dream with God. Amen. You know, if you don't have that purpose, you could be like this gentleman's story, you know, and it's because, you know, God wants you to have purpose and he wants you to have dreams. Amen. You can live a long life. Amen. Bible says with long life, he'll satisfy me, you know, but he'll satisfy it with you, but you got to be doing what he's asking you to do. He's got purpose for you. He's got dreams for you. Amen. Was it? He said he gives old men dreams and young men visions. Praise the Lord. You know, I hope I quoted that right. But you know, Acts, the second chapter, as soon as the spirit fell, he gave visions and dreams. Amen. And, you know, he has that for you today, visions and dreams, amen, for the elders and the younger people, praise the Lord. He's got some dreams and visions for you, praise the Lord, and he wants to fulfill what he's put on the inside of you. What has God put on the inside of you today? Have you worked that out, praise the Lord? It's connected to your purpose, amen. We're talking about vision today. Have you have you worked that plan out, amen, to see beyond what you see up when you get up in the morning and what you see around you, amen? What are you, what are you seeing in your spirit, praise the Lord? What's your vision that you're seeing today? Let's look over at Luke, the 10th chapter. Luke 10. Praise the Lord. We're going to be talking about vision for a while. You might as well get used to it, amen. Amen. Luke 10, the 38th verse, it says, Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into the certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Wow. Praise the Lord. So she was able to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his word. Wouldn't that be great? Just sitting at the feet of Jesus and listen to his words. 
Amen. And you know, we get to do that every day. Praise the Lord. We can sit there and listen to the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, which is Jesus speaking to us through his spirit. You can do that every day. You can sit there and listen to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Jesus speaking through the Holy Spirit. Amen. To you. Amen. The Bible says the Holy Spirit doesn't, he doesn't speak on him on himself. He's speaking what's coming from the throne room of heaven. Amen. And so it's important that you take the time and listen to what the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that's what Mary was doing. She was here letting Jesus speak to her. The 40th verse says, but Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care? That my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Now this is interesting because we as Christians, we need to be focused on the few things. He didn't say a whole lot of things. He said there was one thing that was important at the time. Amen. What he was saying was what was important at the time. And what he's saying to you today is what's important at the time. Amen. What's he saying to you today? What's he talking to you about today? Is he talking to you about your purpose and your dream and your vision? What What is he talking to you about? That's the thing that's important. Amen. You know, there's all kinds of things going on in the world and we can be focused on all the things around us. But what he says is the most important. Amen. And, and that's interesting between Martha and Mary here. You know, Mary had to focus on what was important. Amen. She was focused on what she needed at the time. She needed the words of Jesus. Amen. And Martha needed to be focused in that direction. It's interesting here. Martha was making Jesus food and he didn't even ask for any food. Think about that. She's out doing all the things she thinks are important, but what he's saying at the time is important is listening to him. Amen. And focusing on him. Amen. And it even got to the point that she's doing all these things that she came up with to do, that she ended up getting herself very stressed. Amen. Getting herself worked up, you know, so much to the place that now she's correcting, correcting Jesus for not getting on to Mary. <laughs> Boy, that's bad when you're getting to the point that you're correcting God. Amen. You don't need to be correcting him. Amen. Just need to be listening to him. Focused on him. Not on all this other stuff. Don't be distracted with all this other stuff. Amen. Get focused on him. He's got the words of life. Amen. The words that'll change your situation. The words that'll get you in where you need to go. Amen. We need to be focused on the one thing, you know, and he hasn't given us a whole bunch of things and purposes in our life. He's given you one purpose. Amen. Yeah, you may have different things that you can do. Praise the Lord. But there's solely one purpose and one thing he's wanting you to fulfill. Amen. And it's important that you find that, that thing and not do all these other things. Amen. Get focused on it. You know, you say, well, why do you say that it's, it's important to get focused on that one thing? You know, people act like, you know, that being focused on what God would have you to do is stressful, but no, it's not stressful. Amen. We should be focused on what he wants us to do and be focused on what he would have us to do with our life. I like what to go with here. I'm going to give a, um, a quote from him. He says, things which matter most must never be at the mercy of things which matter least. You know, are you letting everything around you that, that is important get to where it's more important than what really matters? Amen. He says, things which matter most must never be at the mercy of things which matter least. Wow, that's powerful to think about, isn't it? You know, you should be focused on the things that matter the most. What is your vision that God's given you today? Are you focused on what's most important in your life? Amen. What's he told you that's most important in your life? Amen. If you don't know, you need to sort that out. Praise the Lord. Take some time with him. Listen to his still small voice. 
Let's go to Matthew, the 11th chapter there. Matthew 11. And I'm moving along pretty quick here. We've got quite a few things. Praise the Lord. Matthew 11. And he says in the 28th verse, he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What he's asking you to do is not going to be hard. It's going to be easy. It's going to be light. Amen. You say, well, he's asked me to do all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, it's light because you have his grace. Amen. You have his presence to help you. you. When you're out here doing this stuff on your own and you're doing things he hasn't asked you to do, you don't have the grace for it like you need to have. Amen. But if you're doing the things he's asking you to do, you have the grace for it. For it. Amen. You can never say, well, man, Jesus is just hard on me. No. <laughs> He gives you grace for it. Amen. He, he, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. It's, it's restful and it's peaceful and it's not too much for you. Praise the Lord. You say, well, man, Paul and, and, and all the people in the Bible and, and Peter, they had some real challenge. Yeah, but they had grace. Amen. Even Stephen, when he was being stoned, uh, he looked up and he saw this wonderful light. He saw the glory of God come on him. Why? Because God gave him grace to come through what he came through and how he died. Think about that. You know, he may never even felt the stone because the presence of God is there. I, you ever heard about these meetings where people are getting laid hands on and the glory of God's fallen? And man, I've heard of people falling on concrete and not even feeling it, you know, because of the glory of God being there, you know, and the presence of God being there. No one even to catch them. <laughs> Well, you know, his glory and his grace is light for you. Amen. He can help you to do the things that you need to do and help you to do it easy. Amen. Because God's amazing. Amen. His grace and his mercy is wonderful. What is God's vision that God has given to you today? Amen. We're just getting into this today. But what has he given to you? What, what One person said your vision is your future. Amen. You know, if you don't know what your vision is this year and you're going to this next year, you need to be finding out what that vision is. Amen. Because it's your future. Amen. Most people are stressed out, depressed at their wits end because they cannot see beyond their circumstances. And that's what vision gives to you. You can see beyond your circumcision. That's your circumstances. That's what vision is. It's the ability to see what others aren't seeing. Amen. You can see beyond where you're at. Amen. See, you know, your future and your dreams. Amen. That makes you want to get up in the morning. Makes you want to be excited about life in the morning. Amen. Because of the ability of vision within you. Amen. We have to be people who see beyond where we're at. Amen. If you get up every morning, all you do is look at all your circumstances with your physical eyes, you know, and you, you can't see beyond where you're at. It's hard to get anywhere else from where you're at. Amen. Need to have vision for our lives, for our careers and our families. Amen. God has ever given each one of us the ability to see beyond our circumstances and to see what he sees for us. Amen. He has vision for all of us, you know. He sees big. He's a big God, amen. And he sees you doing big things, amen. And you say, well, man, uh, this seems big to me. Well, to him, it's little, amen. He's a big God, amen. And he sees you doing great things, you know. What is the vision God's given to you today? Think about it now. What What is it today? You know, I was looking up some things about the, the eagles, you know, the bald eagles and eagles. And you know, an eagle's eyeball is almost the same size as a human eye. Did you know that? 
That's the size of an eagle's eyeball. And given that the eyeball is so large, it is a, it's a relative to the size of the head. The eagle's eyes fill most of the skull. It's a, he, they got some big eyes. But what's interesting about their vision is an eagle can see more than three miles away. Think about that. He can see his prey from three miles away. You may see a rabbit or something like that, but he can see it three miles away. Wow, that's powerful to think about, amen? Yet an eagle can see like that, but we can't see beyond, you know, a lot of people, their sofa <laughs> or where they're at, you know? Or a lot of person that's living in the street, they can't see beyond their circumstances. That's why there's people living in the street. You know, that's why there's people living where they're at, because they cannot see beyond their circumstances. They, they're looking with their physical eye. And you need to be able to see with your spirit. Amen. You can see way beyond that with your spirit. You can see your dreams being fulfilled and your purpose, because that's an ability that God has given to you. Amen. You can see, you know, there's people I've seen, you know, throughout our city. I've seen people in the dumpsters. I've seen people in the street. You know, and I'm not mocking them in any way, but there's an ability that they can have to see themselves doing greater. Praise the Lord. I remember I listened to a brother, uh, Keith Moore, and he was talking about he was in this city that he was ministering in, and he saw the deep poverty. And as he went by, the Lord spoke to him. He said, those are people that don't have vision. Amen. And, you know, you need to have vision to see beyond your circumstances. Amen. You can see yourself doing well. See yourself accomplishing your dreams. Amen. And that's an ability that God's given through his word. Amen. Amen. You see, if you're going to come out of your circumstances, you have to be connected with God's vision for your life, which is connected to purpose. Amen. These people living out on the street, they don't have a part. They don't feel like they have a purpose. Amen. Some of these people going to jobs that they hate every morning, those are people that don't feel like they have purpose. Amen. You should have purpose in your life of where you're going, praise the Lord, to fulfill what God has for you. Amen. You see, if you're one person said, if you're headed somewhere, you or, or he said, if, I like what he said here. He said, one person said that if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Think about that. Any road will take you, you know, to nowhere. <laughs> but you need to have vision to go the road that God wants you to be on. Amen. The, the, it says that if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And that's powerful to think about. Stephen Covey said it like this, anything less than a conscious commitment to the important is an unconscious commitment to the unimportant. You know, you're going somewhere today, even if you don't think you're going somewhere. Think about that. You know, you, you're, you may be unconscious to it. You may not even be thinking about it, but you are heading somewhere. Amen. You know, and it's important that you're going in the direction where you're seeing your vision to go. Amen. Because if you're not going that way, you're going the wrong way. You're going a direction that is not going to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish with your life. Amen. And you need to be able to see it with your spirit. Amen. Miles Monroe said it like this. The poorest person in the world is a person without a dream. Wow. You know, God has a dream for everybody. But, you know, the poorest person in the world is a person without a dream. Amen. You need to have a dream. You need to have a vision to see where you're going. Amen. And that's a good life. Amen. God has a good life. Amen. For you, he came to give us life and an everlasting life, a good life. Amen. A super abundant life, as one translation talks about his good life. You know, God has a super abundant and good life for you. But you've got to be able to see it. Amen. What is vision? What is the vision God's given to you today? Think about it. 
You know, think about it for a little bit. Spend some time meditating on it and praying about it. One person said, if you look around you, you will be depressed. You look around you, you could be oppressed. But if you look up, you will be at rest. <laughs> Amen. That's a person that's seeing beyond their circumstances. Amen. You can live a restful life, you know, going the direction that you need to be going. Amen. But he has a direction for every one of us. Amen. And you need to be doing something with your life. Amen. What are you seeing with your heart today? Let's look over at Proverbs, the 29th verse, and we're going to close on this. Proverbs 29, and we're going to look at thir the 13th verse. Are you seeing with your heart? Or are you seeing with your natural eyes? Think about that today. What are you seeing with? Uh, Proverbs twenty nine thirteen says, A poor person and his oppression and, and, and his oppressor have this in common. The Lord gave eyes to both of them. That's powerful to think about. He, he's saying there that a poor person and a person that's an oppressor or a person that's doing well, you know, is basically what it's saying there in that verse. They have this in common, and it's hard to believe it, but they do. They have one thing in common. They both have. They both are given eyes. And why is that important? He's saying, well, he's saying the person that's poor sees himself poor. Amen. The person, the other person sees himself being successful. Amen. It, it depends on how you see yourself. Amen. And you have an ability to see beyond your circumstances because you're saved and you've received the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And that's the advantage you have over the world. Amen. He's given you spiritual eyes to see things to come out of your circumstances. But, you know, it's important that you're focused on those things. Amen. And coming out of your circumstances, you have to tap it. You know, he doesn't make you do anything. But you have to tap it, amen. You have to be able to prosper in that and build yourself up in that, praise the Lord, amen. But you have to tap it. We're going to talk a lot more about that. But you see the two people here, they have the things in common because of what they see. What are you seeing today? Do you see yourself and your circumstances and you're never going to arise? Or do you see yourself coming out and fulfilling the purpose that God has for you? And you live away above where you're at now, praise the Lord, amen. How do you see yourself? You know, God's given you eyes to see. Are you looking just with your natural eyes or are you looking with your spiritual eyes today? Amen. What are you looking at today? Amen. God wants you to fulfill your purpose. And we're going to be talking about vision for the next few Sundays as we go into uh, January, praise the Lord, 2021, praise the Lord. And, you know, you need to be thinking about today, your vision today. Amen. We're going to talk about writing out your vision. We're going to talk about, you know, how your vision helps you to, you know, have purpose, keeps you confined to where you're going and not getting off on different directions. We're, we're going to talk a lot of things about vision. So you might as well get your notebook, get your tablet and be here. Here with us every Sunday and we're going to close and you know be thinking about it this Sunday and this week what your vision is for this coming year let's pray father we just thank you lord for your goodness and we thank you father for your your purpose today father lord Father, we just thank you, Lord, for being so good to us today, Father. If there's people today, Father, don't even know their purpose, Father, help them to know their purpose today, Father, Lord. The Bible says if we agree concerning anything that we shall ask, it'll be done for us. And we agree for them to find out what their purpose is today so they can get on track with their vision, Father, as we teach on it each Sunday. Father, Lord, help them to be encouraged today, Father. Father, we just ask, Lord, that you help everybody listening, Father, Lord. If they have a spiritual need, I ask that every one of those be met today. And Father, we just ask for it in Jesus' name. And we 
just thank you, Father. There's, there's, there's some people with some physical needs, I feel like. Uh, Father, as we're praying here, I ask that you help them to get those physical needs met with no problem. We just agree for it and believe, believe and receive for it in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Father, for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if you're not saved, amen, you need to get in this family of God. Amen. You, you can have an advantage over the world. Amen. You can be living for the most wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord every day of your life and enjoying life. Uh, but you got to get in the family, praise the Lord. If you'd like to join the family, the Bible says, Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, if you believe God has raised Jesus from the dead and confessed Jesus Lord as Lord, you are saved. So just pray this with me right now. Father, I just believe you've raised Jesus from the dead. And Father, I just confess Jesus as Lord of my life right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, you are saved, praise the Lord. Welcome to the family of God. And uh, you can email us here at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com or go to our website and contact us there at uh, jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. We love you. God bless you. We hope that you have a wonderful day. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. Thank you for listening.